What's up, what's up, what's up, you guys? It's Dr. D with the Boom Factor. How y'all doing out there in the global world? I pray that you had a wonderful weekend. I know it might be nighttime in some time zones. It might be morning. It might be midday. But whatever day you hear my voice, I want to say God bless you. I love you. I pray that God bless you, covering you, that you're safe in all your endeavors. And whatever you put your hands to, that is goodwill, (laughs) that it will prosper and become successful, that will be able to take care of you and your family. We're going through some hard times right now. This too shall pass. All right? Know that the testing time is only the fiery time. And the fiery time is only to burn out all the impurities that this world have connected itself to you with. And that's through people, places, and things. I'm going to leave it like that. So with all that said, what's up? What's up? All right, you guys. Now, y'all know I'm coming to y'all. Straight, straight, straight. I'm coming to you. I've been plugging in some messages. Some things been happening. You know what it is. And, hey, it is what it was. <laughs> and with that said, I believe that's why we're becoming uh, a thriving radio show because like somebody was saying I heard somebody say um, you got to be careful for being real because being real might you know get you in trouble well I heard TJ Jake say okay since you want to keep it for real if you want to keep it real you're going to do something behind my back and talk about me behind my back for real well why not come out in the open and get it right for real? Don't don't try to make a display of me on the negative side, and then when you want to try to correct something, you want to try to do it behind closed doors, you know, so nobody won't see. No, because you didn't put your mouth on me to everybody to try to make it seem like it was the other person's fault, but really, you fumbled the ball, right? So let's go out in the open and let's say Hey, I messed up here. Hey, I do it all the time. Why? Because, number one, God see all of us anyway. Why do we think we can just do things and say things and cover things up and not realizing God has a book on us? They have many books. And I'm doing a teacher. I'm going to do a teaching on it after I finish researching the different books in heaven that God has on us. That's how we're going to get our rewards, y'all. See, we we don't think on that level. And then I want to deal with some issues on how people get their soulless realm mixed up with the spirit and you really causing other people's souls to be at jeopardy. Quote-unquote because of your pet peeves and your soulish and just things that don't go your way. A lot of things don't go my way. A lot of things that I know I have agreed to, and because I have agreed to it, I kept my word. I got to maneuver some stuff to make it happen because it's my word. And that's one thing I'm finding out in the body of Christ. We know we don't keep our word. And then 
was really dangerous. Oh my gosh. The dangerous part about that is we take the scriptures and try to cover up our mishaps instead of just coming clean and say, you know what? I was wrong for that. I I, I kind of judge harshly on that. You know, I'm sorry. Come on, let's see if we can get this right. Or, you know what? I made a mistake. I, I, I forgot to make the phone call. I forgot to pay this. You know, I was kind of busy. You know what I'm saying? And and things got tight with me, and I couldn't pay you on time, but I'm going to take care of you. No, we'll use the scriptures and try to flip the script to try to make, make it seem like it's the other person's fault. Man, why we do that to one another? We got to stop that. Hey, Dr. D, I ain't no perfect patty. Never said I was, and I'm never going to, well, I'm erased never because I learned something about that word yesterday at church. Let me, let me see how can I put it, Father. Help me, Holy Ghost. I'm not going to allow myself to manipulate the word to cover up what I've done that I know that was not pleasing in the eyes of God. And even, even if I say something wrong, did something wrong, I acted wrong, I'm going to acknowledge it, take responsibility, don't cover up my sin, acknowledge my sin, repent of my sin, get it right, and keep it moving. How about that? But, oh, no. I've been seeing some strange stuff happening, boy, I tell you. Who? Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. My gosh, my gosh, my gosh. I just don't know. I just don't know, y'all. I've just... Man, it's 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 been it's been a, a rocky, 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 rocky roll here. All right, um, I'm trying to get my ticket back Monday eleven. Yeah, I think that's enough time. I can get somebody to drop me off. You know. That seat is open. 18, 20, it's like 40. What about this one? 14. Yeah, buddy. So, you know, um, I don't know you guys. It's, it's really, really interesting how, how things are just conspired, you know. And it's it's really, I see it as a danger zone. A lot of people don't don't look at it like that, but I'm striving my best to do what I can with what I have. And um, you know, just trying to make the best of things for real. Really trying to make the best of things. Because at the end of all of it, at the end of everything, we all got to give an account to the Father for every deed that we have done. And I don't know why we think we can escape that. Can't escape it. 
So why not get it right now? And we keep functioning, keep functioning. And something I always, I always say this because I saw it in the word. And that's why I'm so like careful. I'm careful about some stuff because it's in the word. That God will send a lying spirit on you because you don't want to get something right. And he'll let you go ahead through life thinking you're right and you're wrong. You're in a reprobated state. And this is doing God-fearing work. You can be doing the most magnificent thing in the eyes of others. But guess what? God didn't already rent the kingdom from you. He's not even looking at you no more. It's all about you. How you can say that? Because how you treating people, how you talk to people, how you act, how you handle a situation. If you make a mistake, do you try to get it right? Or do you just go about just judging stuff harshly to the point where you don't have nothing to do. I mean, uh, let me see. Let me rewind. Not judging harshly, but you flip-flop on people so much that people don't even want to even be near you. I guess that's the best way I could put it. Now, on the flip side of that, the anointing can be so strong on a person that they can just be themselves. They let a lot of job themselves. And because the light is so bright that's shining on a person, darkness, they'll hate you because you stand for truth. And you, so you ask questions. You want to find out why. What's going on with this? Why is this happening? Why you treat me like this? There's no cause for it. I'm just doing what God said. And we learned yesterday in church that um, the hate, the hate that a person has in their heart just because you won't agree with them. So they'll hate you. And that's, that's, that's bad right there when a person hates you. And how can you tell somebody hates you? Well, they don't want to have nothing to do with you. They try to erase you. They try to block you. They try to tear you down. They try to make sure that they'll put their mouth on you to the point where they got people looking at you like you the fault or you the problem, and they this magnificent person. Man, I don't know. That's kind of scary to me. So, hmm, what has happened is God is not really pleased with it. He's not. Not pleased with the the actions that his children are doing. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say doing. He's not pleased at the actions that are being portrayed. That's how we should put it. That's being portrayed amongst one another. And like my sister was saying yesterday at the uh, "I'm My Brother's Keeper" outreach. That yeah, we all gonna get mad with each other, but don't be, don't treat each other like dirt. Don't, you know, you can do better. Get it right and keep it moving, but don't kill each other. 
And sometimes you don't you don't you don't have to kill each other with a gun. You kill each other with your mouth. A tongue is a murder. A tongue, the tongue, our tongue, is daily. That's why I always say I be joking, but my my um my co-pastor man, I be serious. I'm like I need I need some help because sometimes man, people be doing stuff, and I'm trying to figure out well, what happened here. What's going on? Okay, what well, I did now. <laughs> What's up with this? I know I did my part. I know I did everything I was supposed to do or what I was asked of to do and went beyond the call. And now you tripping because you're flesh in the way? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Talk me right. Or we believe that somebody else is better than something else to get something done and... I, I just, I'm just trying to understand y'all. I'm just trying to understand, but I know I won't be able to understand, and it's, and it's not, it's not my place to try to understand it. I just don't want to get caught up in it. Just put it like that. Can I, can I say it like that? I don't want to get caught up in the middle of it. And tomorrow I gotta pay for my um, post box. I gotta deal with that situation tomorrow. Um, I'm gonna see if I can go early. I'm gonna be late for class. Plus, make sure I have enough money left on this card. Plus, um, and how much this is? Minus. Okay, yeah, we'll have enough. Barely. <laughs> oh, Lord, barely. Uh, oh, excuse me. Money coming. So... We got that. So let me print that out so I can have it. So, um, so you guys out there in the global community, I know all of you guys dealing with something. You're dealing with personalities of others, right? You know. You're dealing with mechanisms you have no control of, right? You're dealing with personalities that you, like, scratch your head and find out where they're in position and they're acting like this. They have titles. And they, 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 they use their title as a weapon. Well, the best thing I can share with you guys how to handle situations like that. You got to trust in there to God. You got to trust in God. Now, I know most of you 
know most of you like okay you always saying that dr d but man it's 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 some rough stuff out here i mean you just don't know these folks that i'm dealing with you know it makes me like tremble sometimes yeah i know sometimes it's like whoa make you feel like you're walking on eggshells but you know what you're going to have to start believing in the higher power. You're going to have to start believing in God Almighty. You're going to have to start locking in and getting into that word, which is the Bible. Now, I know some, we got all this stuff going on out here, and people, the enemy, which is the devil, is is really convincing people that the bible is not the bible i saw a man on on um now he was doing some good comparison and it made sense and if you really think about it this is how the religious set really got structured and i don't have nothing against it because when you really look at it from what he was his standpoint he was comparing he was comparing the um the astrology the different steps with christianity and his steps and he would just compare all the different religions and their steps so everybody got steps to get to god only problem i have with all those steps that we forgetting one thing jesus in them steps now when it comes down to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, all right, we got some other philosophies out here that's saying that Jesus was just a prophet. Jesus was not born of a Virgin Mary. Somebody else was born. Um, Jesus was a made-up um, figure to lead the people to a certain place or whatever. Well, hey... I don't know how they come up with those concepts, but I can tell you this. I'm going to tell you all this. When God touched me, you guys, I was not raised in church. I'm going to tell you all right. I was, I was raised to be kind to everybody, say good morning, say good evening, say good night. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Treat somebody how you want to be treated. Respect your elders. Be kind. You know. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Chores. Everybody had chores in the house to do. And then I was introduced to Islam. Through my mother being married the second time to our second husband. So they instill some serious good principles in us to live by. So, with that said, they was taught underneath the Elijah Muhammad. But when I was 12 years old and went to church, matter of fact, to a vacation Bible school with uh, Miss, I think her name was Miss Ann across the street. Everybody called her Auntie. She was the little lady that brought all the children to church. So this particular, this particular summer, my mom allowed us to go 
to this church. Now, I got in trouble and I got a whipping for it. Oh, I got my butt tore up for it, too. Because, and she went over there and she was fussing, you know, you know, yeah, 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 you know, whatever how that was. But I got my butt tore up because I went up to the front and accepted Jesus or this figure that they say was Jesus. I raised my hand up and I felt drawn to go and I got baptized without my mother's permission. I'm I'm sharing something with you guys. And nobody didn't tell me nothing. I'll listen. You know what drew me? (laughs) I know I'm always emotional and I be trying not to be emotional, y'all. But, you know... People do things, and I'm trying to understand what God you serving. Because, see, the God that I served, I was a little girl at 12 years old. And I saw this picture. You know, I didn't even see color. I was going through so much as a little girl. I was 12 years old, and I was going through hell. At 12 years old, mentally, emotionally, I didn't know all that back then, but I was hurting on the inside. I felt torn apart. I didn't feel loved. No matter what I did, I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel accepted. I only felt rejection. I felt hate. I felt my mama didn't care about me. She didn't love me. She didn't want me. Why I felt like that? Because she told me this. Called me all kind of names. Then I go to school. I got to get punched on, pulled on, kicked on, being bullied. So, so I'm 12. I'm 12. You don't want y'all to listen to me good out here, world. I'm 12 years old going through this. Maybe I was 11 going on 12 because I was in 6th grade. Yeah, that's right. I was in 6th grade. But I still was studying. I I, I wrapped myself in my schoolwork and that's all I had. So I stayed on the honor road. And they used to pick on me. Kick me. But I went to a vacation Bible school that summer. I didn't see nothing else. I saw myself as a little girl. I visualized myself getting up, sitting on this image lap. Because the Sunday school or the teacher, whoever this person was, I can remember, was saying that God loves the little children. He said, he said, he would not turn you away. Come to him. He loves you as a little child. He wants you to come. And he said, come and sit on his lap. And he will 
love you and care for you and protect you. So I didn't know no better, you guys. So I went to the front. And the ladies that was in the front, they came and they told all the children to come in a circle. And the mothers, they called them mothers, the motherboard, because it was a Baptist church. I remember this as a child. And when they hugged us, I felt the arms of God hugging me. They had children crying and weeping. We was crying. They had, and I looked and I was like, oh my goodness. All these children are hurting. See, parents, parents out there, you got to pay attention to your children. You can't just, if they're coming home telling you something, you you better listen to those children. Because they're trying to tell you something. Don't be so quick to tell them, get out your face and get out, get out the room. You better pay attention to your children. And don't be so quick to go run to the teacher and cursing them out and want to fight them and say all kind of stuff. No, you go find out. Go to the principal and and, and just go find out what's going to. Look, my child say that A, B, C, D, F, G, and I need to find out what's going on. Don't throw away your child. Don't throw away your child. I'm not saying my mama threw me away because I know she listening to me, mama. I know. But you didn't know because you were dealing with your own stuff. But see, we're in a time of day now, parents. You have all kind of mechanisms and all kind of devices and all kind of resources that can help you. Back then, they didn't have, we didn't have internet, we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have none of that. It was old school, straight paper and pencil, old school telephone. Look, the children now, they don't even know what a phone look like. We had phone. I don't even think they had the phone booths yet back then. No, I don't think they had the phone booths. So, it's not like somebody can tell me that Jesus ain't real. Or the power of God ain't real. Or the image of God ain't real. You that you just can't take that away from me. Because I know what I experienced. My encounter with God. I had an encounter with God. At, a, at, a, at the age of 12. Well, 11 and a half going on 12. Because I remember I was in 6th grade. Some were going into 7th grade. See what I'm saying? So now, let's speed it up. As I'm going through school, through the different levels in school, the different steps, like the guy, he was talking about the steps, so the grades, all right? Seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. So now, I'm going through these different grades, 
experiencing different things, still crying out, still trying to be this good girl, still trying to make sure I'm in doing my good grades. I'm always striving to try to do something to make sure that I am right because I was learned if you do right, God will bless you. Your good will always take care of you. I was always around older folks. I was always making sure that I, I, when I go to the store, I got to go knock on Miss Sally door. I got to go knock, uh, knock on Miss Ann door. I got to go to across the street, make sure when, when, when Mama sent me to the store, I had to make sure I stopped at four other houses to make sure they didn't need anything. If they needed anything, then guess what? I have to go and get their stuff too. Y'all see what I'm talking about? So now that same upbringing is in me as an adult. I want y'all to hear me good. Because I think some people get some stuff mixed up about me. And I'm sharing this and then I'm not, I'm not you know, you're just going to hear it. You're just going to hear it through the, through the messages. I'm not going to deal with it anymore and I'm going on. And I'm going forth, full force. I'm going forth with power now. Power and anointing. I'm coming at you like a locomotive. I'm coming strong. Because, see, I know it's the enemy, which is the devil. Like Miles, the late Miles Monroe said, they took the D off it to make it evil so it really don't sound harsh. But he said, no, it's the devil. And the devil don't have no place, no power, or anything over the believer. And we playing patty cake with him. We're allowing him to seduce us, to tear down one another, and not build up. Because we allow the soulish realm to come in because we haven't dealt with our own little demons inside of us. And because another personality come your way and build you up, hey... Only thing we know is how we used to act in the world. Oh, we just going to do and get what we can get and move on to the next one. That's not the spirit of God, and that's not what God wants. God told, God told us, he said, I bless. I bless mankind. Now I want you to multiply. He said, be fruitful and multiply. No, we want to be fruitful to what we want. Hello. And multiply what we want. No, what did God say? See, it goes back to that message that God gave us about the leather jacket. He said give the leather jacket away. No, we want to give the coat just because we felt that's the coat, a brand new coat with a tag on it. Oh, that's going to appease what God said. No, God didn't tell you that. He said the leather jacket. So I'm a stickler with following instructions from God. Now, it may be delayed, but I'm going to follow them instructions the best that I know how because I know I'm only going to get blessed by what instructions he have told me to do. Right? So that's why I'm a stickler. I'm a stickler. I got my calendar. I got my dates. When I'm supposed to do something... It's on here. If I forget, it's because I didn't write it down. It wore unto me. And I strive my best to write stuff down. 
because I know I do a lot of stuff. I know I'm busy. I don't need nobody to tell me, oh, well, you must be busy so you forgot. No, 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 no. I don't forget because I know I'm busy. That's why I have a planner. A lot of individuals use their phone, but no, I got to write stuff down so I can look at it and see it. Okay, so I'm going to be so-and-so. So I got to reschedule this because I got to be, see what I'm saying? Now, if I had have known that I wasn't going to do what I was supposed to have been doing of, of what somebody asked me to do on that Saturday, I could have kept my dentist appointment. That Thursday. You see how it's a, 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 a domino effect? And people don't take that in consideration. People rearrange their schedule to be a blessing to you. And we take it for granted that, oh, you know, that ain't going to matter. Yes, it does matter because you don't know the vintage point of that person's life. And how they're making room for you in their life to help you with your vision, with your project, with your assignment. Hello. That's what I'm getting at. And so that's why I'm for real for what I I do. It's all about me and a little girl having an encounter with Jesus that I have Never seen in the flesh, but in the spirit, I've encountered his presence. The same presence, the same feeling, ain't no fleshly feeling, but that same mechanism of power, whatever you want to call it, I felt in 1991 when I gave birth to my son. In that particular time, I wanted to die. Because now I'm in a point in my life as an adult in church with children. And I still felt like I was back there at 12 years old. It looked like no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough. So, the hell with it. Hey, I saw my body on the table. I saw myself levitating out of myself into the heavenly realm. I saw it. And when I enter into that place, and it's in the book, it's going to be in this book, bled out. You're going to be able to read about it. That same presence that I felt told me it was not my time yet. Wow. It's not your time yet. You got to go back. I don't want to go back. I want to stay up here. It's not your time yet. You have to go back. They calling your name. Who calling my name? Well, it was my prayer warriors. It was my friend, my sister in Christ, Laura, who I'm trying to get her to share her testimony so I could put it inside the book, and my sister who's in heaven now. They was praying for me because the enemy, who's the devil, sent a nurse in there. And I, we heard the doctor tell this nurse 
where I told them in the room, because I heard it. Her placenta is fragile. I mean, her uterus is fragile. Do not put pressure on her abdomen. No. This little wench came in there. Pressing on, we got to get the placenta out. We got to get the placenta. Now, you wasn't even in there when the doctor was telling the other nurse, and I can hear the other nurses saying, oh, don't press on her. Don't press on her abdomen. The doctor said don't press. No, we got to get the placenta out. And this little demon was came in there and kept pressing and pressing until I.